All right, hello everybody, and welcome back into the TNT Podcast. I'm your host, Tim. And I'm Ted. All right, and this week we will be going over the first presidential debate between Donald Trump and Mr. Joe Biden. The way we're going to set this up, we're just going to go section by section, topic by topic, and just discuss what they said, our opinions on it, stuff like that. Um, So the first topic is going to be the Supreme Court, which I think we all, with the passing of Justice Ginsburg, figured this was going to be a big topic that they were going to talk about first thing. Um, So Trump started off by saying he has the constitutional right to replace someone on that court, um, which that I do agree with. I mean, he He's is still, still the, the sitting president. president yeah. But um, for me, the way I look at it, in 2016, it was around six months before that election, and one of the Supreme Court justices... Wasn't that Scalia? Antonin Scalia? I think so, but yeah. I'm not sure. Um, he retired. So Obama, being the current president, was trying to replace him. And the Republican-controlled Senate said, no, they should wait till the next president. Fast forward four years, and there's an empty seat, what, two months before the election. Mm -hmm. And they're going back on their word. Like, if if Trump is re-elected, then there you go. Yeah. He can choose... The Supreme Court justice. Right. But just like Republicans tr- did in 2016, they should honor their word now and wait till the next president. Right. And if it is Trump, fine. Then he can name the justice and that'll be that. Yeah. But I don't know. Do you have any? I, the thing is though, is I do agree with him on that statement where he's still the president, obviously. And it should have been Obama's decision back in 2016 too, because he was still the president during that time. So that's one thing I, you know, agree with him on that, but they should have done it for that at that time. So that's just, that's just my opinion. He's still, still in power, still the president. So he he still should have that authority to choose. I definitely agree if that didn't happen before the last election. Then, yeah. That's, oh, it's kind of sus. (laughs) All right. I didn't have, for people watching on YouTube, I have a page of notes. That's why I'm looking this way. But, um, so next obvious topic is COVID-19, which obviously is still a big part of our lives in one way or another. Um, So you want to start this one off? Well, I know, obviously, Biden went after Trump for his handling of COVID and all that. So, honestly, you know, you never know what Biden would have done during that time. And Trump basically said, like, what would you have done? Like, what what was your uh, thing? Like, obviously, at the time, we didn't know how bad this was going to be. There were so many multiple reports about it. Like, how the who was like, oh, it's not transmittable. Then they backtracked on their word and saying, oh, yeah, it is. It's a new disease to humans. So no, no one knew. So it's honestly, you couldn't really stop it. I mean, no one really knew the information about it. So it's like you want to keep going because obviously you don't know what that could have brought. You know, no one knew. No one had any idea. So that in Trump's defense, how would he have known? Obviously, the way he the way he said things wasn't the best, but I know when you're when you something new happens you just try to hope for it to not 
saying Biden did bring this up that Trump tried to downplay how serious it was when he knew how serious it was. So that I think is, was a good point made by Biden that, you know, the president says he didn't want to panic anyone, but because of that, more people could be dead. Yeah. If the general public was told how serious it was, more people could be alive today. Yeah. Or, or it could not. You, you, you don't know. We don't. Yeah. But it's, it's just one of those things. Yeah. So more about uh, coronavirus. You know, Joe kept saying how, you know, Trump has no plan, has no plan. Um, you know, then then there's the vaccine. Yeah. Yeah. That one, that topic obviously was brought up. And I know Trump said it'd be months from now. Um, yeah, he's saying, oh, we could have it by November. We could have it by the end of the year. And then there's these top officials saying that, oh, it's not going to be readily available to the general public until middle of next year. And then Trump disagrees with that. It's, we don't know. Yeah. We don't know when we're going to get it. But he's like, but that's where the conspiracy theory of the election day, where that comes around, where like, you know, it proves around that conspiracy theory of holding back the vaccine. You know what I'm saying? Because that, that conspiracy theory. So. No, no, I'm saying, I'm just telling you what people think about that. You know what I'm saying? Like, people are going to think like, oh, they're going to hold it back until the election to see who wins. You know, that was just the one thing that uh, that caught my attention that people might think that might be. Yeah, I don't think so. Because what, what does that solve? It doesn't solve anything, but it's just a th- idea that, you know, some people could have and say, you know, that's that. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't believe that. Neither do I, but I'm just saying that's just an idea that could come across some people's minds. Yeah. Trump also then said that, oh, Biden would have closed the countries two months, closed the countries, closed our country two months later than he did. And he literally called Biden. He said, you see smart. Didn't you graduate at the bottom of your class? I was like, geez, dude, chill. Well, there was a thing I looked up and a part of that. Well, he said he went to Delaware State, but he went to Udell. And so he got his college wrong. And then he, um, <laughs> I looked up a thing where that statement was actually true. He didn't, wasn't the lowest in his class, but he was in the bottom half. So, um, but th- I got to say though, the way he said that question was kind of pretty funny in his tone. He was like, did you use the word smart? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that was, he's been a little bit of a jokester there. Yeah. Um, and Trump did say he thinks masks are okay. Yeah, because he's like, I, I and that was the fir- he yeah. also said social distancing. I think that's the first time I've heard him say that. Mm-hmm. Well, he pulled out this mask. He's like, yeah, I got one right here. Yep. Um, now on to the economy. This Wait. is where I agree with Trump with what he said. It's like you can't keep the economy closed forever because p- people are gonna, you know, like he brought up a really good point about the alcoholism, the you know, addiction, depression. All that. I agree 100% because people are going to be in their homes and they're going to be so depressed because they won't have enough money to support their families. Or just can't go around people. Yeah, exactly. And that's what that and that's what it would lead to. And he has a very good point with that. No, I, I definitely agree there. Um, he again called it the China plague. <laughs> yeah. And he says Biden will shut down the entire country again. Um, then to Joe... You know, he made the point that Trump would be the first president to leave office with less jobs, which, yes, that would be true. But 
You got to put coronavirus. In flight, I mean, I mean yeah. but before COVID, the economy was doing pretty, you know, pretty darn well. Yeah, Trump was handed a good economy, and he did make it better. Yeah, he did. Yeah, I'll give him that. But then he did call Trump the worst president America's ever had, and then I was like, "Jeez, most <laughs> much." <laughs> Shut up, man. <laughs> And they call him a clown too. Yeah, he's a clown. Oh, excuse me, man. I was like, dude, this guy's roasting him. Yeah, he's trying. He's trying to fire back his shots, but I'm like, man, Trump's got more more words, more nicknames for you than than that. So you got to come up with something. <laughs> the, the shut up, man. That was that was a good one. Yeah, that was a good one. There was a thing on. Uh, sorry to go a little off topic here, but it was really funny. I saw these uh, little things on Instagram. It was like the debate drinking game. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, it was it was pretty funny. The every way time Joe things. says, "Here's the deal." Every time Trump says, "Sleepy Joe" or something, or uh, the China or China virus China. or something like that, they, you're supposed to take like a, a sip or a shot or something like that. So it was really cool, really funny. But anyway, oh, your thought ended seriously abruptly. <laughs> oh my god! All right, but then, um, next we'll move on to. The race issue in our country right now. They did. They did both talk a lot about this. Um, I think the first obvious point that we have to say is Trump did not condemn white supremacy, and he told the one group to stand by. Yeah, that was not. That was not good. <laughs> that was. Yeah, that. Really, really, it's not like he just didn't hear the question. He was well, he was asked it like twice. Yeah, he was asked it twice, and he did not condemn white supremacy. Which that, that's a big thing. Yeah, because <laughs> that is a obviously a huge problem in our country. Which and I have some very choice words for those people. Very big choice of words that can I use on this podcast, <laughs> especially yeah. the far right and the far left. And I, I always say this wrong, but Antifa, well, I said it right this time. Yeah, Joe did talk about that. He says it's an idea, not a group. That's I what Joe said. I don't believe that. That's something I disagree with him with that. It's a group. Why are Antifa is the one that are rioting and destroying b- businesses. So, you know, that, that one, that one, you know. I don't know about that one, buddy. Listen. It's people from all sides. It's not one group or the other. It, I know. Mix. I know. Bo- but listen, both sides are bad. And I'm not saying one side's worse than the other, but, you know, taking advantage of a bad situation and trying to make it a gain for your own, it's not, it's not the message you're trying to send. That's just, that's just me. Yeah. Cause that they did talk about the rioting, you know, Trump's kept telling Joe Biden, be like, Oh, say law and order, say in law and order. And Biden said law and order and justice that, you know, the people rioting, should be prosecuted, which I think is fair. Yeah. I mean, you you're know, just, you're, you're vandalizing you're, businesses and you're destroying them. You know, that's a, that's a criminal offense in itself. Then Joe also brought up the point that Trump had peaceful, a peaceful protest tear gassed in front of the white house. So he could walk over to a church. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's, that wasn't good. No. Because obviously, if it was a riot, then... Uh, 100%. Then, but you know. these were 100% peaceful protesters, and he had them all tear gas just so he could take a walk. Yeah. That wasn't a good look. No. Not at all. Yeah, and Biden made the point that, you know, obviously, not all cops are bad. 
But the ones that are, I know he brought up the bad apples. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I know he brought. Yeah, they that need one to up. be dealt with. They need, you know, to properly be able to, you know, do something about it. Which I, I, I agree. Before with some, a tragedy would yeah. happen, I agree with him with that. I mean, yes, there are some bad apples out there that abuse the badge and abuse their authority. You know, that it's it's unfortunate. You know what some. They just, uh, it doesn't matter, like, if they're targeting somebody or whatnot. They're just, it, it could be from, you know, could be from not stopping at a red light, where they just turn the lights on. Because I've seen that before, where... Oh, yeah, they're at a red light, they flip their lights on, speed through it, then turn them off and go normal speed limit. Yeah. <laughs> We've seen that all the time. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. It's like, some of them just abuse the power, and it's not right for them to do so. No. So, I've gotten that before. They turn the lights on behind me thinking I'm getting pulled over, but I moved. So I went, you know, went to the side, went to the side and just went past and turned his lights off. Yep. So I was like, okay, going too slow. Must've been, I don't know, but uh, that's what I'm saying. Just the abuse of power needs to be condemned. You know, Trump also said that all law enforcement agencies support, almost all law enforcement agencies support him. And he thinks the violence is a political problem. Trump says it's all, the far left, Biden will say it's all the far right. Well, it's a mixture. I mean, exactly. it's, it's a not, mixture of both. <laughs> you know, because Trump was saying that it's all uh, Democratic-run cities, and Biden made the point, um, no. <laughs> you know, there are some Republican... I know he brought up Tulsa. Yeah, that was one of them. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't write down the exact cities, either of them mentioned, but... You know, it's just a major problem that needs to be fixed. The one thing that I... I um, heard was when Chris Wallace asked Biden, did you talk to any of the Democratic mayors of these cities? Yeah, that was one thing where, you know, he didn't say yes or no, but if he didn't say yes, it means he didn't. He should have. Honestly, yeah. I and I and he, he said he made the point that, oh, I'm not in public office. I'm like, yeah, but you're but running, you're to, running be. to be, which it would be great if you told him, like, listen, this is like, this is what know, I think you should do. Yeah. And as even if because then that shows leadership and that can show quality for you to potentially become president, even if he wasn't running for president, just as being the former vice president, you still have a level of influence. Yeah. And you were. Yeah. And you were VP to a very um, influential figure, Mm -hmm. you know, so I think he should have said something like, say, listen, like you said, you know, this is what I think you guys should do. And this is how you do it. That shows leadership, and that can show support for your end, for your, for your run. Yep. But he didn't, and that was—I think—that was a missed, big, big missed opportunity for him to gain oh, yeah. support. I agree. And the next section we will go over is why you should be elected over your opponent. Um, we'll start with Joe. He made a couple points that under Trump, that we as a country have become weaker. He also said he Trump is Putin's puppy. <laughs> and he also brought up the point that Trump still hasn't said anything to Russia about the bounty that they placed on American oh, troops. Oh, yeah, that was a little, yeah. Uh, yeah. That, yeah. Um, also says billionaires have gotten richer. That's a fact. That's actually true. Yeah, during coronavirus, mm-hmm. that That's the rich have gotten true. richer and the poor have gotten poorer. It's a fair point. It fair is. Point. And he said there was 15% less violence during the Obama administration. But it was still uh, in that 
in that little timeline where stuff happened, they still protested, but not as severely as now, which I'm saying like, you know, in Baltimore with Freddie Gray and Ferguson, I forgot yeah. the person's name, which I should know, but um, Eric Gardner, uh, just a few other, few other ones, uh, Trayvon Martin. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of other ones that happened during that administration that really weren't that I, I don't remember them saying or addressing that much during that time. I don't remember if Obama really said anything. I'm sure he did. So remember, we were also prob- younger. Then. Yeah, but I'm sure he probably so we, we did. We weren't paying but, as much attention. Yeah. But now to what Trump said, you know, he like he always says that he's done more for our country than any other president. In history, you know, the fact that we're rebuilding the economy now. Like, yeah, we were at the best economy ever. Then coronavirus came in and said, you know, psych. And then now we're rebuilding it. Which is true. The economy is bouncing back faster than... Expected. Yeah. Yeah. Which is good. I mean, I, I think that really helps. Um, I You know, I'm glad it's bouncing back because obviously went through such a crazy, crazy ma- couple months there where the unemployment rate is actually dropping pretty quickly, then, you know... Like, People are finally able to get back to work, you know, assuming uh, there's no second wind or anything, where more of the country has to shut down or anything like that. I'm hoping that doesn't happen. People are, embr- are embracing it now. People are actually getting prepared for it now. I feel like it's going to be a lot more smoother. Even even if it does happen, I feel like people companies are going to be prepared for it, you know? Yeah, because they already have the working from home. They have, you know, most companies where it's possible, they... More than likely already have have done it or know how to. Yeah. You know, that's I mean, our our thoughts on that, we'd you know, obviously save that for another time, but you know, but yeah, we, we we've done plenty of plenty yeah. of those episodes. But yeah, I mean like, like I said, the economy is growing growing and it's good to see because obviously a lot of us were unemployed for a long time, including myself. and uh it was tough. I was still at Walmart. <laughs> yeah. It just was tough trying to get by, and then obviously unemployment rates were, you know, all that was going on, which was very, very big help. So um, it just feels good to actually finally kind of start to work again a little bit. So um, just, it feels pretty good. It feels a little bit somewhat normal again, even though still. We're getting there. We're, yeah. us in New Jersey, we're able to eat inside now, which. Never thought I'd have to say this. It feels weird, too. <laughs> After it, months it of not eating anywhere, and then we were finally able to have outdoor dining. Now that it's at 25% capacity, but still, it's something. It's it'll, something. Probably, it'll probably grow once, once uh, assuming it cases colder. don't Assuming yeah. cases don't go up, then I'm sure yeah. they'll increase how many people can. And all right. So move on to the next topic, um, which is climate change, which obviously seeing... You know, looking at California, all the fires, and then all that, the cur- hurricanes we've had over mm-hmm. here. Or that, that clock in Manhattan, that one where they put up, like, the amount of years left until... Like, yeah, it's run- counting down. Yeah. <laughs> um, so this one we'll start with President Trump. He didn't say that he, you know, that he believes in climate change, but the point he kept driving home was the need for forest management, you know, like over in California that, you know, there's so many dead trees that are years old that are like tinder, the one spark and the entire forest will ignite. 
Which, if that's true, that is a fair point. Yeah. That could definitely contribute. Get all this dead brush, dead trees out of there, and you'll have a harder time catching. Yeah. Because, like, you know, obviously they they went through somewhat of a little drought for a while. I know that. But um, but he, but he's right, though. I mean, you know, dead trees get, you know... Because, like, we use dead trees for fires. For, yeah, for like bonfires. tinder. It'll, yeah. Someone throws a cigarette out there and... It's going to ignite in seconds so yes and they have to do something about that and i agree with him on that because like you know it's going to spread and all these thousands of people that are going to be without their homes are you know it's in response to these all these dead trees that are there yeah you know trump also goes goes on to say that you know everything we have to do everything we can to make sure we have clean water and clean air and that he's all for electric cars those are the main points. That's that going to be down. well. I mean, obviously, Tesla has been you know revolutionizing the car industry. My dream car, <laughs> yeah, with with electric and honestly, David Dobrik, please. <laughs> yeah, I mean, electricity like that is starting to finally you know evolve over time because Tesla hasn't wasn't big until maybe like what last year, two years ago when they started to put out their well, models. They, they've been around for a little bit now, but. It was really when they started introducing, like, their more affordable uh, models. I think the Model 3 is, what is it, like, 36000 or something around there. Okay. You know, it's obviously before taxes, which is going to... Yeah. But still, I mean, it's still, it's still you, you know, know, evolving. Down the line, it, it'll it might get take cheaper. Over. Yeah. It probably will. It probably will, because then this will gas. I mean, then gas could be conserved. Think about that. Gas can be used elsewhere, not not in cars. Yep. And not, think about how much how much gas we all put our we put in our cars. So every just year. me and you in general, just me and you, we'll fill up our car every week and a half or so. Yeah, depending on where where we're going. Usually, depending on how much we drive, of course, yeah. all that. But give or take, it's like a week and a half. half, two weeks. Yeah. So that's just two people. Yeah. That get gallons of gas into their car so mm-hmm. when you put a grand scheme of things millions and millions of people it's a lot even billions like across the world yeah i'm just, I, I was just talking generally about the united states alone that's yeah. not even yeah the entire world yeah it's nuts but um then on, on to joe biden he was saying that we need new infrastructure we need clean energy um had if he becomes president he will rejoin the uh paris accord he wants to build energy efficient homes. And he's saying his um, climate plan will create millions of jobs. So, hmm. I'm just wondering. I'm just wondering how he's how like what what jobs like in in that area can he create? That's the only thing I can think of for that statement. I haven't looked over his plan, so I don't want to yeah say anything misleading. So I. I don't know. Yeah. Don't know there. So let's see if, if he does become president, I guess we could see where it goes from there. So who knows? Yeah, we'll have to see. So you can go from there. Mm-hmm. Uh, the final topic they brought up, brought up was election integrity. Because obviously Trump has never <laughs> really said. Obviously, Trump has never really said that Oh, if he loses, he's going to accept it peaceful transfer of power, he really went to say the opposite. Um, so that's where, you know, Senate Majority Leader McConnell, he had to step in and say, whoever wins the next election, 
will become president on January 20th. So regardless who it is, now that was actually, we had an idea to make that an episode, which we still might, that what if Trump refuses to concede the election? You know, what would happen? Which is definitely, if you guys don't know, I definitely would look it up because it's actually very interesting on, you know, the steps they have to go through Congress, Supreme Court. It's very interesting. I, I, I think you guys should definitely look that up. Um, you know, Trump brought up a lot that the ballots are a disaster. You know, the election is going to be a fraud. Um, and he counts, he said he counts on the Supreme Court to look at the ballots and he urges his supporters to watch carefully. And he's on board for if it's a fair election, mm-hmm. he would be on board. Um, you know, Joe Biden made the point. There's no evidence of mail-in fraud. He And he said simply he will accept the results. Because the question was, another question was, um, you, basically you're not going to say you won until the election has been independently certified. Trump went on a rant. Biden said, yes. <laughs> yeah, that's, he'll accept the results. And he even made, as a point of unity, that he's not just going to be a president for Democrats. He's going to be a president for Republicans as well, which I think is a good point to say, try to bring people more together. Um, so that's, that's pretty much all my notes there. Um, so Ted debate as a whole, what do you think? Well, <laughs> explosive. Well, it was something to watch. I mean, that's to say the least. Yes. I mean, to keep it, like this, I mean, it got out of hand sometimes. I mean, Wallace was like trying to keep control of it, but it was not. It was bad. Trump, yeah. he just Biden interrupted Trump a couple times, but not nearly as much um, as Trump interrupted Biden. It was he he wouldn't let Biden talk. Was basically it. <laughs> At one point, you know, Wallace kept trying to, you know, Mister President, Mister President. Like, it is his two minutes. Your campaign agreed to these terms. And then I th- I think it was Trump that said it, like, oh, am I debating you or am I debating him? Like, yeah. Because a little bit, a lot of people can are arguing that, like, Trump was going against both of them, in a sense. That's where a lot of, like, that's what I think his supporters said that, and it felt like he was, like, on a two-on-one. And it felt like he was debating Wallace and Biden at the same time. Yeah. But, yeah, it was explosive, and um, the Commission for Presidential Debates did come out and say, I believe it was either today or last night, that they are going to make some changes to make them more orderly and not just a chaotic mess. Right. Because, honestly, with this debate, I don't see that anybody really won it. No, I, I, it wasn't. I think... Like, there's no clear... Oh, this person, boom. Yeah, no one really, really did. I mean, I the one, obviously, I'm actually intrigued in the VP debates because they're actually, they're not going to, probably not going to be like that. You know? No, because I feel Pence is a lot quieter. Mm-hmm. And I feel like those two at least respect each other. Yeah. So they're, I don't think, I'm sure it'll get heated at some point. It's a debate, but... 
it's not going to be as explosive. So yeah. I think there's more of a mutual respect there, whereas Trump and Biden, they obviously don't like each other. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's yeah, I think, very yeah. clear. I feel like Pence is going to be more respectful in the yeah. way like he's going to be like, okay, two minutes, go ahead, and then I say mine, and then... Yes, yeah, so that'll definitely be interesting to watch. Because um, he's has experience with it, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's done it, like, for... He was a governor, I believe, of Indiana for a while. So, yeah. like, he's, he's, done, he's done things over there, and same thing with, you know, uh, Harris, you know, she, it's yeah. going to be the same thing. So it'll be interesting to see. And yeah, we're not we'll, sure if we're going to do a full episode on that or if we're going to do it as like a bonus episode. So make sure you follow us over on Twitter for that. Um, and any final thoughts? It'll be interesting to see what these next two debates yeah. hold. So I, obviously it's ne- next be... week we have the VP and then after that will be the second and then the final debate before the election uh, next month. Yeah. So it's a month away. Definitely keep. I know the first one was a little chaotic, but definitely keep an eye on it. Just yeah, hopefully as, next time, it'll actually they'll let each other speak. Yeah, because when they're both screaming, and yelling, like you're like, who who do I who do I listen to? Who do I listen to? Yeah. So it's like yeah, you have to like like you like know, you you just did. You got to like yeah, you got your eyes, back, move like, your head back and forth. Like what's going on? Huh? Gonna make yourself dizzy after a while. Since <laughs> so then. Not only is it so you can focus on one person, then it's, you know, if I'm an undecided voter, I can hear his points and hear his. Yeah. It's not hearing them both at the same time, seeing them both screaming, yelling at each other. Like, no, you want to hear both of their ideologies on whatever the, to- the topic is. Right. So, it's definitely an interesting watch. Um Make sure you guys follow us on Twitter for any updates. Instagram, we're on YouTube. We live stream all the time on Twitch, which is TNT Podcast Live. Um, so with that said, thank you guys so much for joining us this week. If you have any thoughts, you agree, disagree with us on our views on this uh, debate, please let us know on any of our socials. And yeah, with that said, I guess we will see you guys next week. Peace, guys.